welcome to Teachers Off Duty. If you've never joined us before, my name is Rebecca Rogers. I'm R Rogers World on all social media. I'm Lauren Woolley, Mrs. Woolley and Fifth on all socials. I am Bree Richardson, Honest Teacher Vibes on all social media. Follow my YouTube because it sucks. You can introduce yourself this time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Barry White Jr., Barry White Jr., two underscores, all social medias. So we're getting really close to the beginning of the school year, and we really want to shout out to first-year teachers Woo! who are mm-hmm. both so excited, so nervous to get started for their first semester teaching. So we really want to dedicate this episode to you guys, give you a little bit of advice, and also share some really funny first-year teacher stories that people have sent in to us. I got I got a good first-year teacher tip. <gasps> Go ahead. When you don't have any teacher clothes, where can you go, Becca? <gasps> teacher style box. Y'all know that I like <laughs> So, as we said last week, our next few episodes are sponsored by Teacher Style Box. And I seriously love this thing so much. Like, I... Every time we get a box now, my husband makes a joke that he doesn't know whether it's going to be Amazon or Teacher Style Box. <laughs> and, like, both are problematic. Amazon. But it's fine. So, Teacher Style running away from the mic again teacher style box is a rental clothing subscription service pretty much you go they have new styles every single day that you can go Mm -hmm. and put in your virtual closet and every single time it's ready or so like if you were to sign up today with our 30-day free trial with code teachers off duty you would look through all of the clothes you would put whatever size it's very size inclusive in your virtual Mm -hmm. closet and Teacher Style Box would pick two pieces of clothing from your closet and send it to you. You go, you wear it, and as soon as you're about to bring it back, you go on the website and you push return notified. And as soon as you push that button, they're going to get your next order situated. They're going to send it out so that by the time that you actually put you know, the Teacher Style Box, it comes with a little mailer in it mm-hmm. that you put the clothes in. You just go put it in your mailbox, and as you send it out, your new one will come in, and it's it's amazing. It's $45 a month, and I love it. There are so many clothes mm-hmm. in Teacher Style Box Lots that I couldn't even think. Lots of different brand choices yeah. mm-hmm. and clo- very size-inclusive. Yes. yes, lots of clothes I'm that... I'm Snickers, and they got stuff that fit me, so that's <laughs> all I'm saying. There are brands that I would never be able to just buy right. on a daily like right. Ralph Lauren Loft, like Aunt like Taylor. Banana Republic yeah. very mm-hmm. nice pieces of clothing professional clothing whether for teachers or administrators like they have an entire section of um, administrator bosses like they okay. even have awesome. and for for I don't mean to jump in but for no, um, us people who don't like to dress you know super professionally but like still want to look cute they have casual friday they do they have so many options i love it i get like two boxes a week now we do not have a men's line yet but we're gonna use barry as a model for the men's line (laughs) co-signing everything (laughs) when we get it but it's really awesome again if you want to try it out see if it's right for you $45 a month we have a 30 day free trial which I mean you can get like 5 boxes in a month month, that's 10 pieces of clothing just to see how you like them if they fit you very well um, with code teachers off duty again I use it all the time my husband says we get more teacher style box boxes than Amazon boxes and if you really so. love one of the pieces of clothing that you get you can actually purchase it for up to 90% yeah. off yeah. discounts and there's no real time limit as to how long you can keep a, right. an item you can keep it for you know a month two months a week right. a day mm-hmm. and right. whatever you want there you was a dress that I ordered because I thought I'm going to wear this to my brother's graduation it's in a few weeks but I'm going to do it did I forget it at my house house 100% and that's just me and my personality <laughs> but the point is you can keep it for a little bit if you have an event you want to wear it to and yeah. it's awesome you know, so, you know what I'm going to do what you going to do 
That's giving me a perfect idea. What you gonna do? I'm going to sponsor one for uh, one of our new first year teachers oh, coming back. You know what? Oh, I might do that. Okay, I, like I, I said, Jordan, we're moving. Um, we're going to move to, where are you from? Charlotte. Charlotte. North we're moving Carolina. to Charlotte. That is really sweet. Moving that's to Charlotte. That's, that's teaching Barry school. We that's really bringing Barry was my wheel. plan to get y'all to move closer to me. That's <laughs> really no what more. it is. Say no more. I ain't teaching them little kids because they be peeing on their shoelaces, but <laughs> I teach them. They want you to tie them. Yeah. yeah. Why are they wet? Why are they wet? Why are they wet? Take you and your little pee shoelaces back I have never related to a, a question more, but like, <laughs> I am so happy Why shoelaces to say, wet? I've never had to ask a student that question in my life. Shout out to the high schoolers Ooh. that can tie their own I shoes. I hope to God you don't. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you guys talk about like wet shoelaces and like things like that, I just think like, thank God I never did the little Yeah, middle schoolers, oh we gosh. got time, man, don't lick that. We had to tell don't like that. Like that. Hey, why, we no, had to tell, that. why we had to tell one of them, he was walking to the bus, he stopped and looked around, see if anybody was looking there, lick the bus tire. Hey, <laughs> bro, why? He why? did not. Yes, he did. Lick the bus tire. Why? In high school, it's more like, stop touching each other. Wait, like, but question. Please stop mm-hmm. touching each other. For that kid, was it salty? The bus tire. I don't the bus tire. What? You get home and your, your tongue black. What happened to you? The, I licked the bus tire. Go, go to your room. Matter of fact, get out. Yeah, go outside. Go oh, outside. I can't with these kids. Hey, but so first year teachers, we know to that ask these your first year of teaching is crazy. It is off. It can be crazy. It can be off the wall. Um, my first piece of advice would be that if your school does not assign you a mentor teacher mm-hmm. at find the beginning one. of the year, you go and find one. Now, here's the thing about finding you a mentor teacher. Everybody's busy. Mm-hmm. The school year is crazy. It's going to take some fortitude and some initiative on your part mm-hmm. to go and find a veteran teacher um, to, to help you. Wouldn't y'all say? I agree Enti- mm-hmm. entirely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, it, and it's okay. Here's another thing, too. It's okay to ask for help. Listen. Like my my first year as a teacher, mm-hmm. I I there were things that I didn't know what they meant because I did an alternate route program. Mm-hmm. So and I was a long term sub before I became a first year teacher. So I feel like they kind of forgot about me because I was already in the building. But as a long term sub, I didn't have to do the things I had to do when I became a teacher. And so I would literally like sit in staff meeting like our uh, ELA meetings. And there were some things that I'm like, I have no idea what that means, Mm -hmm. but I was scared to ask for, like, I was scared to say, I don't know what that meant Mm -hmm. because I was afraid it would look like I didn't know how to do my job. I like, I totally relate to that because when I, when I first started teaching, um, so I taught at an urban district that had, we had four second grade teachers. The three of us were all first year teachers. And then one was a veteran. So shout out to you, Rach, because you were the real MVP. Like we had, we leaned on her so much. And like, you know, I can't tell you how many times I went into her room crying during specials. First year, I'd be crying, man. (laughs) Like, but like, there's a lot of things. And we Mm -hmm. had this talk when we did our college episode. There's a lot of things that you don't learn in college that you have to learn on the job. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to, you know, ask all the questions, you're going to stand there and be confused because like that you just don't learn those things. That's super important. Then I'll just add and I want to speak directly to my males because, you know, when you come in as a male, they expect it's a high expectation. Oh, yeah, you know what you're Mm. doing. Like I know my first year in Jefferson, South Carolina, I came in fully clothed, suited. You know, you know how it works. Per usual. That's per usual. Nah. <laughs> oh, by the way, the cologne's on now, so the vibe is here. The vibe is here. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, but now I'm in Jefferson, South Carolina, and I came in. But again, because of, you know, oh, it's a male in the building. Oh, yeah. The yeah. so excitement. I didn't want to feel as though I was letting anybody down. Yeah. So I kind of stayed oh, let me try to figure this out. But that was so much anxiety that first year that I did not have to go through. It was so mm-hmm. unnecessary yeah. if I just went and asked for help. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, honestly, like, you know, and you might have something to say about this as an administrator. My first year teaching, I feel like the administrators still had high expectations for the first, like the same expectations they would have for all the veteran teachers, which I understand, like, that's the job you got hired for, but also provided little to no support mm-hmm. on that and like i would be at school and i've told this before i would be at school until Late. like nine o'clock at night just Late. trying yeah. to get my life together mm. and Long i'm hours. a very organized you person are. very type a and i could not get home before like eight nine o'clock every night yeah. because of the expectations that were set by my right. administrators and it was tough and early I- mornings too yeah. Can I tell you about... Well, maybe not me, because I'm not a morning person. But, like, <laughs> I know there were people there. <laughs> Can I tell you about my experience of, like, getting ready for the year, for my first year teaching? Mm-hmm. So, in my county, there was a hiring freeze the entire summer right after I graduated. I had a hiring mm-hmm. freeze um, and they ain't got no teachers. It, what? It, this, I mean, this was a few years ago, but, like, it was, uh, it was a whole thing. It was in Florida? Um, no, this was in North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Okay. Um, and so there was a hiring freeze all summer, and it was like starting to lift right as the school year was about to start. So you know, all the people who just graduated are rushing to try and find some place to work. And so one of the schools that I was interested in working at reached out to me, and they're like, "Hey, we have a feeling that we're going to get a ten day count teacher." And like for those of you that don't know what that is, the first ten days of each semester, the schools document like how many kids they mm-hmm. have show up to school, and that's where they determine numbers wise mm. how many teachers they can have employed at a school and if their enrollment is down they have to let go of some teachers if I'm it's glad higher you explained that because I was sitting over here like what yeah, oh, no, like, is that yeah. in North Carolina no, I, should, I think it's, it should be universal. I've just I never know. heard of that. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Maybe it's a North mm. Carolina it thing. It might be a North Carolina thing. So that's how, you know, the number of teachers enrolled at a school is based off of enrollment numbers. And so the first 10 days really tells the schools how many teachers they're allowed to have at that school. Mm-hmm. And so they told me, we think we're going to get, like, enrollment is very high. We think we're going to get a 10-day count teacher. We'll keep you updated. But, like, we will keep you on the side. Don't go apply anywhere else or, mm-hmm. like, because you know we're counting on you so i didn't well the day before school started i got a call from the same school saying they had a teacher just quit so they were just going to move me into that spot and find a different 10 day right (laughs) so when i got there i went to the school the day before school started i missed all the work days i missed all of everything um and i asked okay what classes am i going to be teaching and they said world history in world religions mm-hmm. and i said okay i've ne- i didn't even know world religions was a class i was like, about to say to teach world religions right, in high yeah school? and it, it, was, it was i liked it but yeah. um yeah. i said so yeah. I, they gave me the information for my plt in world history mm-hmm. i was like okay where's the information for the other teachers teaching religions there's not any so you had to come up with the curriculum they yeah and it was it was an elective and we have this <sighs> thing called cmap where you can find like all, all the standards and lessons that can go with the standards right. mm-hmm. but cmap wasn't working oh my so gosh. like if i clicked on anything for social studies if i clicked on world history it had geometry lessons and if i clicked <laughs> on world religions it had I like physics yeah. or something like that so i literally as a first year teacher on mm. my first day of work i literally just looked at my seniors and juniors yeah. and just asked 
So, what do you guys want to learn about this <laughs> year? Hey, that's right. not bad getting student input. Yeah. Yeah. Student yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. all the kids go and write on the board the different cultures they were interested in learning about and just looked at it and was like, all right, this is my roadmap. She went, and it just she, went, she, she went up and it accepted go. this. That movie, yeah. do you remember that movie, Accepted? I don't know if I've seen oh that. Oh my gosh, it's I, hilarious. You need to watch it. It's, it's a like a college movie about this yeah. kid that doesn't get accepted into, into college and he made a school <laughs> and like had the kids <laughs> write on the board what classes they want and they're like, like bumper that. stickers 101 and like <laughs> shout out to you shout out to you though for uh, being creative. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. It was in. a lot of work. Yeah. It was a lot of work and um, it was just, it was a lot, you know, and I, I didn't know anyone that could help me and yeah. like Avery can tell you I stayed up all night yeah. literally all night figuring out what the heck i was going to teach for these right. curriculums so it, it, we ended up with a, a unit on ancient mythologies and mm. then a unit on tribal culture you make your and, stuff like really interesting yes. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. and then the next year covid hit and i did the same thing all over again with virtual learning one thing okay one thing first year teachers um when you do get hired at a school and i don't know if it's the same anywhere else but like when I got hired at my first school I they showed me my classroom and then they you know typically when a teacher leaves they take their stuff with them but you know you always get those those teachers that like leave everything behind and like I okay so I already had been saving up stuff like in the summertime for my classroom so I'm bringing all that stuff in and there's literally like 10 boxes of junk sitting in the middle of my room. So not only did I have to go through someone else's junk, right, right, but I still right. have to do my own junk. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I'm uh-huh. like, just prepare to be in that room for like the good two, three weeks before school starts. Right, right, right. right. And here's another piece of advice too. And we've talked about this on the podcast before. There's a lot of veteran teachers that get on to first year teachers for how much time, how much mm-hmm. extra time they spend at school outside yeah. their contracted hours. If you are a first year teacher, understand this. Learning to work your contracted hours is a learned mm-hmm. skill. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. a veteran teacher is trying to make you feel bad or any a second year teacher or whoever trying to make you feel bad for spending extra time at school. I'm not advocating for working outside your contracted right. hours, people. Yeah. But I'm just not. saying I didn't learn how to I didn't learn how to quit working outside of my contracted hours until my fourth year teaching mm-hmm. right. until the beginning right. of this past school yeah. year. So it's yeah. a it's a learned skill. And and sometimes, you know, some people are like, well, just, you know, I don't take it home. I don't take it home at all. Whatever gets done, gets done. Some teachers are some teachers have anxiety. They can't do that. And I can't. I was always nervous that admin was going to come in for our observation the next day mm-hmm. on the day that I decided. Right. Ain't taking none of this stuff. And, home. Well, there's and, also. Uh, oh, go ahead, Barry. Uh, go ahead. And I was going to say just to that point. And no, um, that's actually extremely important because those teachers that are, I won't say shaming, but now looking down on those long hours. They did it too. They, and they did was it. Yeah. We all did it. And right. then we learned to adapt. That, right. Oh, maybe the reason I don't have to stay long is because I already have this in place from right, last year. Right, that right, I never right, took right, down. right, right. I already have an idea of what I want to do now. Right. So, I yeah. think veterans really. It's not that they they forget. Like it's just been a while since you know they started mm-hmm. from ground zero of having right. nothing, and it does take a couple years for not only for you to build up the lesson plans, but for you to figure out what you like in Mm, your classroom management, how you like to do different lessons. Like It's going to take first year teachers a few years to figure out what works for them. I know I was changing stuff every single year Mm. until I kind of stumbled into like project-based learning and things like that and doing like 
it took me three different years of changing every single semester for Mm -hmm. me to figure out how I like to teach these different units and what I liked and what worked for me. And something that you should also remember is that what works for you might not work for another teacher. What works for another teacher might not work for you. Can I jump piggyback off of that and say, don't rely on Pinterest for everything. (laughs) Because Pinterest is going to make you feel real bad about yourself if you're not one of those like teachers that is going to, you know, DIY everything. I am hey, not. Pinterest got some good anchor charts. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying too, anything about the anchor charts. Shout out to them anchor charts. On I'm Pinterest. saying like the classrooms, like the pictures of classrooms on Pinterest, a lot. and then also right, right, classroom right. management things from Pinterest. I, I, I can probably say I've tried probably like 20 different classroom management strategies from Pinterest, and now I look <laughs> back on them and I'm just like, what the? <laughs> What's the Wong guy's name? Harry Wong. What's that book he got? First, uh, first days of school. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I've ever heard. That. Um, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking it's, about. Though, yeah. it's, listen, I know people feel like this book doesn't work because it's after the pandemic. That's mm-hmm. bull. It still works because it teaches you how to put systems and structures in place. Mm-hmm. I believe it's by Harry Wong and it's called The First Days of School. My first year as a teacher, they gave that book to me. I ain't had time to read it, mm-hmm. but they gave it to me. And like when I did actually have time to sit down and look at some of the stuff, there is some stuff in there that's outdated. But for a first year teacher, at least it gives you a little bit of a framework mm-hmm. of where to start. Here's also what I'll say about classroom management. Y'all know I say this all the time. Somebody going to get mad. I don't give two rusty nickels. If you're mad, put on a cape so you can be super mad. But sometimes your classroom man ain't got nothing to do with classroom management. Some of them kids bad. So it don't matter. Some stuff you can put it. Some stuff, I said what I said and I meant what I said. Some stuff you can put into place, but it's only so much that you can do. 100%. You can put systems and structures in place. Some of them kids just bad. The people that's like, it ain't no bad kids. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think okay. it's also important to remember like, as a first year teacher, you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be perfect. In you're gonna be newbie for like a while, and that's okay. Like I, I feel like I told the story in October, but I'm gonna repeat it because it's always good. Friend. There's so I have a few first year teachers that sent me stories or teachers that sent me stories about their first year teaching, and one of them, you know, when you share rooms, you know, there's always like a little teacher workroom that you go mm-hmm. to during your planning period <laughs> that so guy. that you're not <laughs> you don't already know what I'm talking about I'm already about. laughing because that guy Um. so during planning period he was in the teacher workroom so that you know the teacher he shared the room with was using it and he was trying to charge his laptop and he was just kind of looking at some of the outlets and saw one unplugged some things mm. that he could charge his laptop for the next class mm-hmm. and within five minutes like someone comes running into the workroom freaking out apparently he unplugged the router and turned off the entire internet to this whole school and it took like an hour to reset so he just messed up everybody's day my boy just out here making mistakes were made and it's okay it happens Uh, you know okay going back off of the classroom management and stuff so i'm gonna tell you about the dumbest classroom management i ever used and like let's do it so i i was trying to figure i taught second grade my first year and i was trying to figure out a system for like bathroom breaks because you know in second grade you you don't want to be taking a whole class bathroom break all the time right so i I was like i gotta come up with something that's gonna work for like the middle of a lesson so in our room we had cubbies and i was like oh my gosh I saw this thing on Pinterest. They just put like a little, um, like a library card envelope from the back of a book, like in the cubbies. And then in each little pocket, you put two popsicle sticks that has like 
you know, restroom AM and restroom PM and each kid gets two bathroom breaks a day. And I was like, this is great. Then they'll know. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, okay, kids. So when you want to use the bathroom, you just grab your popsicle stick. If it's the morning, you'll grab the blue one. If it's the afternoon, you grab the red one and then you just come put it in the basket. Listen, my butt was there after school putting all those damn popsicle sticks back. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. No, yep. don't do it because it was stupid. And then the same thing with like, the sticker charts. I had a sticker chart for each kid and I had to stay after school and put stickers all over the... No. Change it. No. 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 Work my, smarter, not harder, friends. My no. high school teacher had a battle axe as a bathroom pass. A green battle axe. battle axe? Oh yeah, it was like, it was like right. paper mache or whatever. But I'm it was, cool. it was giant. You never be able like, to do if you stood it on the floor... Absolutely. If you stood it on the floor, it was as big as me. Oh um, it was so I cool. And I know he, he follows me, and no I know big. he's going to see it, and I loved it. I thought it was so cool. No it was gross. Like, thinking back, it was probably really unsanitary. Yeah. But Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I on it. And bathroom passes, too. And this is from an elementary Bleh. level. Like, I don't even use bathroom passes anymore, because those kids be dropping them in I'm the toilet and, like, throwing them on the floor. They're gross. So just anything the kids don't have to touch, like, just... Right. You just reminded me of something another teacher sent me, and I think I told this one October too. But it's it's a it's a good one. I love so, that she remembers the month. Listen, because I I, I I remember who. But I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so first year teacher during lunch goes to like use the staff bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And there is a little sign on the door that says, you know, you have to turn the lock a certain way or it'll get stuck. And he just forgot. So he goes to try and like leave the bathroom and the, com- the door is completely stuck. So he has to call his department chair to say like, hey, I need someone to come unlock me out of the bathroom. No one's key works. His key doesn't work. The department chair's key doesn't work. Admin's mm. key do doesn't like work. In the bathroom. They have to call the fire department to come, oh, take, the fire department to come take the door off. I'm happy he dropped the no hinges. deuce in there. They had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'll just see myself <laughs> out. Uh, here's, <laughs> dropping a deuce. Here's, here's my badge. Here's my keys. I'll just Amen. see myself out. They literally had to get someone to cover his classes for the rest of the day. Oh, because it took hard. that long to get him out. And yeah. he was just sitting there in the bathroom all day. So whatever you do to mess up your first year teaching, you're not that guy. I'll be honest, that happened to me. You got Did locked it? in the I'll bathroom? I'll be honest, I hated it. <laughs> Did they hear that your story? No. no I know who it was. It was an old colleague of mine no, that I'm happened to me. Disclaimer, I was a dean of students, not a vice principal at the time. It was yeah. last year. And the, where I got locked in was so terrible because it was right on the Connect Teacher Hall. where the elective special areas. Mm-hmm. So you got your arts. You got all of them in there. All of the ones that typically got a lot of grievances with uh, administration. And boy, I tried to wait it out. So I was the quietest when I hear footsteps. (laughs) I was so quiet. I turned my walkie off. I'm sitting there. I'm I'm, I'm texting my custodian like, Hey, I need you to come by. Just well, let me come out. By. They not responded, but I can't go on a walkie <laughs> and say anything. So I waited so boy. long. <laughs> I waited Listen, so everyone long. that day was probably like, where the heck is Barry? Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's not like, I've turned everything off. So I'm going to wait this out <laughs> no. until they go to cover recess. And then I'm going to oh get somebody to come help. It was bad. It was bad. My Okay, my first year teaching, like, okay, so the three of us were, um, were all brand new. So we were kind of sticking things out together, trying to help each other out. Mm-hmm. So the school I was at, we had to turn in formal lesson plans. And my lesson plans were like, no joke, I'm not exaggerating, yeah. 20 pages long mm-hmm. for a whole like week of lesson plans, just language arts and hey, you uh, math. You know they didn't read them. Yeah. 
So we had to turn in those. Well, the first week of school that we had to actually turn them in, we all met up at Starbucks and we were like, okay, we'll write them together. It won't take us very long at all. We were there for six hours. Six hours. And it's like, you know. Like, are we in college again? Because you're trying, and you're trying to like, because you, when you're a first year teacher, like, you're, I don't care what anyone says, any veteran teacher, but you're afraid to say anything as right. a first year teacher. Yeah. You're afraid uh-huh. to speak up or like, you know, ask fe- for help from admin fe- even fe- or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you're like lesson plans are due on Monday at 8 a.m. I'm not going to tell my, my boss, hey, my lesson plans aren't going to be done by 8 a.m. on Monday. Like, right. you know, it's, so it's scary. Yeah. You're, you're afraid. Let me say that to that point, you said, especially um, afraid being afraid with admin. Here's a little tip first year teachers as well. Like, because a lot of times that first year, you lose all your autonomy. You don't have no creativity because you're afraid to try this. You mm-hmm. just want to do exactly what's in the book and that curriculum. But I'll say this over the summer as you're thinking about it. Envision what you would like your classroom to look like. I'm talking about the best possible way, right? That pos- Whatever that looks like as far as uh, student groups, independent mm-hmm. learners. And then do this. When you come into those work days, right, right. after those work get settled, go to your admin, your evaluator, supervisor. Hey, this is what I envision to look like. How can you help me get here? Yeah. Right? Yeah, so like then that, that switches the idea of, you, okay, I got to make sure I got I checked off this box and list to now I'm actually getting that coaching support to help me get to the like, outcome yes. desired, which is what I envision for my classroom. Because yeah. essentially you right. are it's the your principal classroom. of your classroom. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Here's another piece of advice that I have for first year teachers. It's okay to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're not a child. Don't do sometimes people when first year teachers come in, they feel like people feel like they can, you know, talk down to you. And I'm not talking about admin. I'm just talking about like the school in general. Don't let anybody talk down to you. You're not in college. You graduated from college. You got a degree. Some of y'all got ma- multiple degrees, master's degree. Y'all can run circles around some of these people that are trying to talk crazy to you. Do not let anybody bully you. It's OK to speak up for yourself, mm-hmm. but also stay out of the gossip. Yes. If people 100%. are if people are gossiping, they you come in the teachers' lounge is automatically negative in there. They talking about other teachers, they talking about the kids. Stay out of there. Be mm-hmm. careful what you say to somebody because nine times out of ten, whatever you say to them, they're gonna go and say to somebody else. Untraveled. So the it's drama come back to you. The drama is not worth it. Like I there no. was a teacher at my school, she was so negative, like every day, like for no reason. And some of y'all be mad at admin as soon as they walk in the building, they ain't even done nothing to you. You <laughs> see, as soon as you see admin, you mad mm-hmm. at them. They ain't did nothing to you. They, all they said was good morning. You mm-hmm. mad at them. Ain't so with the with the drama and the gossip, like stay away from those people because you could be having a good day. Really? And then they say something negative, bring your whole energy down. So this particular teacher, when I used to see her coming, man, I used to just dart the corner and turn in it kind of like when I see my <laughs> students in Kroger. I mean, I, I take out. She's a runner. She's a track but star. Look, but that's, like, that's really important. Running. You said that it will travel back. It will. Yeah. It, it permeates cultures. You don't, yeah. you don't think about it, but you also have to remember, you know, you are the new person. Some of these people have been working with each other for Flicks, five yeah. years. Uh-huh. And, and it's like, hard coming in as the new person. Uh-huh. And you might, like you know, you, you might hit it off with another teacher. Great. And that's great. But, you know, whatever you say to them is gonna get back to right. the people so that they've been working it. with for multiple years like yeah. they have those bonds that you have not been there for right. and right. the older you get the more you realize it's better to be a peacemaker than to cause drama right we're not in high school anymore right. we're adults yeah. so let's just stay out of yeah, the drama out and the drama. gossip they have to drop but one thing i really want to mention to first year teachers because i i mean i went through this and i've, I've said this before don't worry about 
getting everything for your classroom the nope. first year you teach. Right. I, I probably spent $2,000, $3,000 right. on my own classroom. And I'm not exaggerating in that because I was stupid. And I points. was like, <laughs> I wanted my classroom to be one of those like Pinterest classrooms, uh-huh. Instagram teacher classroom. And, yeah, I wanted yeah. it to be like, I wanted to be cute, beautiful and cute. So like I went out and I would, you know, if I'd see something at Target or at Michael's or whatever, I'd just buy it. Man, and she's shopping at pilot. expensive stores. <laughs> Target no, then, and Michael's. But what, I, what I'm going to say is, so at the school I went to, like, they, they didn't really give us, like, they gave you a classroom library. For elementary school, you have, like, a class mm. library that kids can get books from. And they didn't really have much. Mm-hmm. So you're really expected to provide it yourself. So right. mm-hmm. um, And so, you know, garage sales are, are crazy. Like, p- teacher garage sales happen all the time. They will advertise them in the newspaper and um you can go hit those up and they'll have all kinds of like veteran teachers that are trying to sell their their Mm -hmm. own stuff from retirement Mm -hmm. um even on facebook marketplace like i got a lot like when i moved to fifth grade and all of my elementary books couldn't use them because fifth graders read chapter books um i was able to get a lot of books off facebook marketplace real cheap and i i hate you know, even saying, you know, that it's your responsibility because it's really not. But we know how education yeah, is. You know how it is. Yep. Yeah. But also to that, make the custodians your best friend. Yes. Because they would They're know the amazing. spots. They would know the equipment, the warehouses everywhere. That's was open the that empty classrooms. Mm-hmm. And they'll hook you up. Hey, and on that, same, up. on that mm-hmm. same note. The secretary, the cafeteria mm-hmm. lady, mm-hmm. Uh, 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 the custodians, yep. any of those people, you better be kind to them because I can guarantee you 100% you're going to need them before they need you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The some There was a girl that was rude to our maintenance man and her air conditioner broke <laughs> and like he wasn't making no haste <laughs> to get to her classroom to fix it because she was trying to talk down to him I'm like don't yeah, no, my mom no. taught me people that feed you and people who take care of you don't ever be disrespectful to them you 100% treat those from people the top to the bottom. 100% yeah. kindness yeah. it's like no those doctors who. that try to talk crazy to the nurses like do not talk crazy right. to the nurses right. mm-hmm. no, school, you. no school is gonna run without all of the people who work inside. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. So Everybody. you need to you need to make sure that you're being respectful to all of them, and they'll they'll have your back when you need it. Right. Side note, though, I heard from a lot of teachers ever since I started sharing those teacher stories. I know y'all be judging me because I say something about them teacher stories every episode. Mm-hmm. Follow my YouTube. Um, but <laughs> the the teacher stories, the amount of nurses that are in my comments saying that teachers and nurses get treated very similar. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I feel like we need to have a nurse on the. My podcast. mom is a nurse. Well, tell your yeah. mama to come on because I feel like we need Susan. to have. I need. I feel like my sister's a nurse, and I feel my like we need to have a nurse because they said that they are like yeah. treated very yeah. similar to they how really teachers are, are treated. And to your point earlier, though, I, for us, I know our MVP and we champion this person was our school nurse, especially mm-hmm. in elementary oh, school. Man. Think of how many radio calls come from recess. Oh, or just uh, in general, oh, I just need to come check out. His head's down. He's coughed a free time. Mm. That ner- our nurse is phenomenal. They that are the MVPs great. in the school. Like mm. the school nurses, shout out to you all. Absolutely. 100%. Especially in the last two years. Like, I'm not going to lie. Our school nurse is amazing, mm, and she really too. was like our our leader during the pandemic, and like trying to figure out great. how to handle COVID. She was yep. on top of it, mm-hmm. and she would be in meetings with like the the county members and like the health the health board and everything, trying mm-hmm. to keep everyone safe. 
So shout out to you, they Mrs. Absolutely. S. You know who you are. Those school nurses had to adapt just like teachers Ooh. did. Stuff that they yes. wouldn't, yeah. stuff that they didn't Absolutely. normally have Great. to do. Like I, our school nurse, like she had to. It was one of the classrooms. They turned it into. It looked like the uh, hospital ER triage. Yeah, in there. we I mean, had to have like <laughs> curtains set up so kids, if they were sick, they wouldn't be around other kids. And I mean, she really like she would be running around that school, and she was the sweetest I'm lady telling you, ever. Sweetest. Like, she was a kind was person, mm-hmm. but. Overall, like for first year teachers, just know that it's not going to be an easy year. Like it's going to be really tough. And yes. it's gonna at times you're gonna you're gonna hate it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it because yeah, it's, very true. it's it's very very difficult to come into right. a career thinking that you know everything you're supposed to know, yeah, and right. then you get yeah. flipped on your side and mm-hmm. you exactly. know nothing. So yeah. mm-hmm. just take it with a grain of salt. Everything that happens, you know, everything is a learning experience that first year, and you know, just try to make the best of it and know that it's going to get better. Right. Mm-hmm. And then let me just real quick. Oh, no, you're good. Go ahead. And then everything's a learning experience in your 20th year, in your 21st exactly. year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Think about right now, people that are teaching 15, 20 years, this is new. Yeah. This yeah. is new for them. Yeah. yeah. This ain't the same as it was back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, true. again, everybody, everything's parents, take it quarter by quarter. Yeah. Quarter by quarter. And exactly. one more tip that, like, I would really urge to first-year teachers, because, you know, emailing with parents especially disgruntled parents is a very learned skill Mm -hmm. and it it Mm. takes a while to really figure out like the best way to communicate with them and if you are like me and you get very upset when parents talk crazy to you um have another colleague who's been there for a while read your emails before you send them Mm -hmm. because i cannot Mm. tell you how many times my teacher bestie has looked at me and he's like you cannot bully the parents Man, like this and I'm like, seeing, like <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. and, and it's okay to pass things off to admin too yes, sometimes right. if a parent Let's, is yeah. super disrespectful it's okay to yeah. say make it you know their what? problem uh, yeah but i mean <laughs> yeah. not necessarily their problem yeah. but but pass it off <laughs> to hey i feel right. like you know our communication i would feel better if my admin was in yeah you know right. on this particular communication right. also another tip for first year teachers do not under any circumstances, judge your entire teaching career based off of your first year. No. Not at all. Oh, God, no. I'd be an awful teacher if I don't judge, judge it off that don't first do year. It. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Like, don't do it. I, and I've said that in previous episodes, too. The, the teacher I was year one and two and even three, years one, two, and three, and the teacher I am now are two different people. Yeah, absolutely. Like, entirely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm still changing things and still making, yes. mm-hmm. you know, decisions in my classroom and still making you know changes but it's just like you know I, i'm glad you said that it is a, a learning experience your entire career it's yeah. not you're never your gonna be career. like i'm a hundred percent good i know everything and no. never if, if you are then you're never gonna grow right and, and you thing, always be learning and, and don't be afraid or underestimate the power of the phone call because a lot of times yeah, in those emails remember print can get interpreted yeah. any type of way mm-hmm. depending on how you feeling that day so yes. if i'm upset already at something else and i read this email from his parent then I'm already on level 10, so I'm going to take it as level 10. Right, 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 right. Like you said, it got passed off to me. And then I, the phone calls, hey, and the tone was solely different than what I expected. Right, right, right. Because I read it in a way that I perceived yeah, it right. versus how they meant to uh, their intent. Even going mm-hmm. off of that, one more, I know I said one more before, it's okay. One more tip that I would give first-year teachers is... Don't be afraid to make a phone call to a parent for good news also. Yeah. And that really can change an entire perspective Absolutely. of the school year or the semester or whatever. Like Absolutely. if someone does something good or if they, you know, if they've been struggling and then all of a sudden they make an A on something, you know, 
those small celebrations take five minutes of your time, whether and whether it's a phone call or an email, just celebrating with the parents. Right. And I'm gonna say this and it's it's controversial a little bit. People get mad (laughs) when I say this, but First year teachers, you do not have to grade everything. Okay. Oh, you yeah. why do is not, that controversial? Because yeah. people, there's people. I've said <laughs> I've said that before, and there's people in the comments that are like, if you make the student do the work, then you shouldn't be wasting the student's time if you ain't gonna grade it. Okay, it's, listen, it's called, Susan. It's called be a quiet. formative assessment, right? So practice. it's okay. It's, it's okay for the kids to product. There's another piece of advice too. It's okay for your kids to productively struggle. Uh, you, there are kids that there is no way that they will learn if struggle. every time they they call your name every single time they can't get through a couple of minutes of the assignment. It's okay for them to productively struggle. You can let them struggle through the assignment because how are they going to learn? If you've taught your large group uh, lesson Mm -hmm. and then you've moved to small group instruction and it's not their turn to either be pulled for small group instruction or you're not doing small group instruction Mm -hmm. that particular day, let those kids productively struggle because that will help them learn. Mm -hmm. This was another piece of advice that was given to me. Some of your kids, they genuinely, they're not going to get it. They don't know how to do it. Like Mm -hmm. I looked at my principal one day and she was a phenomenal she was my ela principal she was phenomenal and i looked at her one day and i was like man like we took the case 21 narrative writing test and he wrote one sentence and i was like i know i taught him more than that and she looked at me and she said she said miss richardson sometimes you have kids they physically that's all they can do Mm -hmm. they don't get it that's what they can do so you don't have to grade everything let your kids productively struggle Mm-hmm. And recognize where each one of your students. Because to that at. point, it's different types of grading and assessments, right? Right. You got your form, informal, formal, formants, all that stuff. So you don't necessarily have to be that you sit down and grade A to Z. You remember A to Z? Right, right, right. You, know, that, you don't have to do it all the time. Sometimes right. it's just the eye test, too. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But don't tell your kids you ain't going to grade it because they, <laughs> they better think you grading everything. <laughs> and it's also a little thing called File 13. If you don't know what that is, it's a trash can. So, you know, you can <laughs> you can file 13 some of them assignments and it's okay. But as long as your kids, because some of your kids, they are getting practice. Everything is not for a grade. But sometimes, mm-hmm. a lot of times, kids are lazy and they're not going to try if they know you're not going to grade it. So don't tell them you ain't going to grade it. And then this is my, la- this is my last tip. Uh, sometimes you have those kids in your class that will sit there and they won't do anything like they'll just kind of stare off in the space mm-hmm. and they might need a little bit of motivation so when in middle school when they take the state test and they take case 21 it's timed so mm-hmm. in the beginning that first nine weeks I don't time them on stuff the second third and fourth nine weeks I've given you time to kind of learn how things go you need to know you ain't gonna have an infinite amount of time to do things so I let them know Hey, in five minutes, I'm coming around to check. Because some mm-hmm. of your kids, otherwise, they'll just sit there mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. don't have anything written on their paper. Accountability. Keep and everybody coming. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, it, don't take, it doesn't take smarts to try. You can at least try. Because some of the kids, like, they won't even try. And I'm like, it, it, it's even if you don't understand, you can at least put some effort right. forward and try something, even if it's wrong. Right. So... Well, on that note, uh, I think that that's a great place to end it. And we just hope that you guys have a great school year. And first year teachers, if you need some support, assistance, please, please reach, reach out. out. Uh-huh. Yeah, reach out. Send us uh, an email. Send us a message on Instagram, wherever you want to reach out to us. And we would love to incorporate that into some future episodes to try to help you through the school year. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you check out Teacher Style Box. Get your Ooh. first 30 days <laughs> free trial. And also, we have our merch shop 
up and running. So go to shop.boardteachers.com to pick up some of these cool t-shirts that we've been wearing in our episodes. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, have some some closet choices for the school year. I love a good teacher tee and, you know, yeah. jeans. I do You're like supposed those. to say cute, like how James said the other day. Okay, Our and <laughs> you need to get um, Teacher Style Box because there are tons of, like, cute boutique styles. <laughs> Our boss is, like, the manliest man ever. And that's and how I he said that. <laughs> boutique styles. Like cute boutique styles. I'm like, just remember oh the discount code for the, that 30-day trial is Teachers Off Duty. We, you know, get some te- Teacher Style Box tag us like we would love to see you guys enjoying teacher style box mm-hmm. like we want you to enjoy like Men it's for your benefit Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.